Hi, it's Jamie. And I'm Portia. And we are Just Two Pearls. Join us for Adventures in Pearls. Hey, Pearls. We're back with another episode. And so here's a reading and actually a prayer that you all might know. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Amen. Thus ends the prayer. Well, amen. Yes. Lay me down to sleep. <laughs> lay me down to sleep, Jamie. So what are we talking about then? Jamie, we talk about going to sleep. <laughs> Well, amen. <laughs> yes, I always Jamie. loved that prayer. No, I think, okay, so the thing about it, I know we giggling, but I always loved that prayer. I love the prayer that the prayer, like, you know, it's a children's prayer, but it makes yeah. everything very light and life and death. Like, mm, child, get your life together because you might die before you wake. And I love it that that prayer just went there. Like, it just goes there. It's like, Listen, the stakes of not getting your soul right before you go to bed tonight is that you might die and God might not keep your soul. So you better get your soul in order. I, you That's know, there's always just something about that prayer that I was like, yes, my prayer is hitting. That prayer is going straight there where I need the child to go so that they will behave themselves and not be keeping me up all night acting crazy. No, no, no. You go to bed. You go lay yourself down. Now you lay you down to sleep and you need God to keep your soul. I, I actually really like that prayer. Thank you for sharing that because that's not a prayer I think about often. Yeah, you know, me being youth pastor and all, you know, I'm like, you know, kids, make sure you say your prayers. You know, now lay me down to sleep is something that, you know, many of us learn very young. And so, you know, because we clergy um, women and whatnot, I figured, you know, let me throw something back, you know, flash it back on this Friday. Yes. Amen. So getting sleep, okay, so hmm, where should we start with this? I think, so first of all, we've done a mental health episode, and I think it is important just to touch back to that super, super briefly, not to, like, go in too far on that. Um, but definitely if you're having ongoing issues with your sleep, that is something also to talk to a physician about. Um, you know, we're talking about literally, today we're going to be talking about literally the self-discipline of like setting a bedtime, of making sure that you are keeping your body well rested. But there are definitely various health concerns that sometimes cause people to lose sleep. Um, like, I, you know, I just want to name like depression, bipolar, as issues that can cause you to lose sleep or to have disordered sleep, not be able to get full good sleep. Um, even things like anxiety can cause you not to be able to get good sleep. So I just want to name that. Um, that it is important either to talk to a mental health care provider or sometimes to your primary care physician if you're having trouble with sleep because there might be legitimate mental or physical health issues that are attached to that. But Portia and I today are just going to be talking about the literal self-discipline that some of us lack for various reasons um, of wanting to be too busy or of just not having the discipline to, like, lay ourselves down and take good care of our bodies by sleeping um, and we want to talk about the pro tip of, like, choosing not to do that, um, of actually making sure that we are getting the sleep that we need 
in order to revitalize our bodies, in order to be healthy, and that health helps us to be productive and um, fruitful members of society. And so I think it's really, really important that all of us focus on making sure we get the sleep that our bodies need. You know, Jamie, Pearls, there was a time where I honestly neglected and abused my ability to sleep, okay? Like, you know, when you're 18, 19, 20, 27, um, when you think that you are invincible and that you can just pull all-nighters, whether you're writing a sermon, writing a paper, you know, all that good stuff, and then you realize that you really are no good to no one because you did not get any sleep. Yeah, I've been there, right? So I've had to learn as I've grown and matured that sleep is so important, not because people tell you that you need to go to sleep, but really, like, our bodies absolutely need sleep. Our bodies heal when we go to sleep. Now, I understand that some folks have insomnia, and I also understand folks have narcolepsy, right? So those are also two things that um, that we can continue to name, too, is that, you know, People, some people have, have trouble going to sleep and that people, you know, can't help but fall asleep. And so that's important to name. But for those of us, you know, who, you know, praise God, who are healthy, we need to not neglect sleep. And I can tell you in the seasons that I've neglected to fully take advantage of sleep, I was, I was having, like, higher anxiety. I was having bad eating habits, all because I wasn't getting enough sleep. And so now, Jamie, um, I'm in the place in life, when I feel my body tired, I just obey my body. I'm like, okay, body, you ready to go to sleep? It could be 9 o'clock. It could be 11 o'clock. I don't necessarily have a set bedtime. I try to keep a set bedtime. I try to like to, to, to make my way and do my nighttime routine by 10.30 so that I can be in bed by 11. Um, and I try not to stay up past that. But, you know, sometimes the bedtime is 9 o'clock. <laughs> and I just allow my body to to go there. It's like, okay, I'm not going to fight it. My body's indicating to me that I need to rest and I need to sleep. So I'm just going to do it. And I drift off to sleep quite quickly, actually, when I just l- allow myself to listen to my body. And so I just wanted to share that good testimony. Um, the Lord has brought me a mighty long way to just listening to my body and not just sleeping for sleeping's sake, but sleeping because I know that it's important and I know that it's needed. Yeah, that's right. So thank you for sharing your sleep testimony. I love it that you said up until 27. Um, <laughs> so that's very real. I'm like up until yesterday. Um, <laughs> that's very real. Uh, some of these issues are, and I think that's why it's important, these are like ongoing life issues. And I do think, and, you know, it was really interesting because you know how you find yourself in certain places on YouTube and and then you get like stuck there. So you have this whole series of videos like by this certain person on this particular topic that you didn't even know you were interested in. Several, like, I guess it was almost last year when I moved to Los Angeles, um, there were this weird series of like Catholic videos that I was on. And I'm definitely not Catholic. Um, but I really do enjoy Catholic spirituality and learning from Catholic spirituality, and there are definitely some parts of Catholic doctrine that I disagree with, for sure. Um, you know, definitely their stance on homosexuality uh, that, that most uh, priests 
and kind of leading Catholic lay people agree with, I definitely am not here for. And there are some other pieces of, you know, Catholic doctrine that I can't get into. But there are definitely the Catholic spiritual practices I'm very much into. And uh, there was a Catholic priest who I ended up watching one of his videos, and he was talking about just this, the importance of getting sleep and how important that is even as a spiritual practice. And so I think, you know, just as Christians, we can take that experience of bedtime as an opportunity to, first of all, slow down. Because I think sometimes we worship busyness too much instead of taking time to just worship just the order of the day and worship the way that God wakes us up in the morning, the way that God lays us down to sleep at night, you know, just kind of that order and that rhythm and allowing that to be part of our spiritual practice. And I know, Portia, you've talked about this a lot in terms of the way that you wake up, the way that you worship God when you wake up. But a lot of us don't have that same practice at nighttime when it's time to go to bed. And I think that it's important to establish, even if it's just 15 minutes of that time, at the beginning of each day and at the end of each day. When we wake up in the morning, um, taking time to praise God, whatever that looks like for us, whether it's saying a prayer of gratitude, whether it's um, journaling for a bit, whether it's doing a devotional, whatever the case may be, making that part of our morning practice before we head off to start the busyness of our day, which like for me involves Um, you know, exercise, coming back, showering, and immediately heading off to do the next thing. So it's really important to take that, you know, 10 or 15 minutes of quiet time as soon as I wake up in the morning because otherwise it's really easy to let it get away from me. But then same thing at night, which I think is a lot harder to do. But instead of, like, basically staying up to the point of exhaustion, (laughs) which is something that I've definitely been known to do, and I think a lot of Young people and students tend to do this. I think a lot of parents tend to do this, you know, just because of the busyness of living life and raising children. Uh, So it's definitely no judgment. It's just the reality of the situation. I think it's really important the same way that a lot of us try to take that time in the morning to take 10, 15 minutes at the end of the day to reflect back on the day. Maybe that means that you want to, again, pull out your journal. Uh, We've talked about writing it down a lot on this show. Maybe that means that you want to take time to just pray or just sit in silence or maybe do an evening devotion, listen to some worship music, and allow yourself to fall asleep at the end of the day in that way. And even, Portia and I have also talked about on this show the importance of an occasional power nap. So if you, um, you know, mind your body, we've talked about that on this podcast. So if you feel yourself, you know, kind of getting sluggish, not being able to make it to the day in the way that you wish that you could, um, options that I would offer is either to go out into the world, take a quick walk around the block. That's always very energizing just to kind of get out and get some vitamin D and kind of revitalize. But another option is just to take a 10 to 15 minute power nap. I know that doesn't work for everyone, but for some of us it does. And it really can make all the difference and it can be really, really good for your health. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you, Jamie. Just having like the routine um, of of having, like, devotion. And so even though this is not, like, a devotion show, but I do want to say that devotion is a practice that um, if you follow me at all, which as you should because, you know, we're just too pros. You should always be following us, praise God. Um, but, you know, devotion is something that's very, very sacred and important to me. And so I actually started off devotion, like Jamie said, like just take 10, 15 minutes, you know, a day. And now my devotion has expanded to 
um, you know, an hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours, depending on the day. Um, you know, I find myself, I get up at five in the morning to do devotion because it, it, it excites me. Um, and I meditate, I pray, I um, do affirmations, and I read, and I take all of that time in the morning to just really get my mind right and to allow my body to be fully present in the morning. Now, in terms of the evening, I've only started really taking seriously evening devotion probably within the last year. Well, maybe I should say since I moved to Jersey. Um, and in the evening, cutting the TV off, well, actually, I'll even backtrack. When I moved out on my own for the first time, and that was in 2015, I only had one TV, and that was in the living room. And I was very intentional about not having a television in my room. And now I do have a TV in my room in Jersey. However, I don't use it. <laughs> um, and the only reason why I have it is because uh, I have a bigger TV in my living room because it just looks really awkward to have a small TV in there. But, um, and that TV was a gift, so I mean, I wasn't going to not take the TV. But I say that to say, um, I think it's very important to, if you have the option to not have a television in your room, I mean, because you may have a studio and it's only one big room, I would say if you could actually position your television to not be near your bedside, you know, for feng shui purposes, it actually can help in the, in the sleeping aid. Some people need a little bit of white noise. And, you know, and that's okay. Maybe you can try using some soft meditative music. Maybe you can use the sound of rain or the sound of river water to help you um, move into a space of sleep. And so sometimes when I feel like it's really hard for me to fall asleep, like after a really rough day, um, and I find myself now at night not watching television at all, um, I usually like I listen to a podcast or I may put some music on, just, you know, in the evening in general, um, but I would say definitely within an hour to two hours before bedtime, don't eat if you can. I try very hard not to eat because eating um, can help, can actually stop in the sleeping process when you're trying to move into deep sleep and REM sleep, like those sleep stages. Um, eating too early before bed can, uh, or too late before bed, I should say, is uh, stumping the sleeping process. And so I would say to do for yourself as, as an evening devotion, not necessarily the devotion itself, but preparing yourself for it, don't eat too late before bed. And try not to have your television too close to your sleep space. Um, if you have the opportunity to kind of like anoint or just kind of bless your bedroom as a sacred space. I was actually telling Jamie earlier, um, I don't bring work into my bed or into my bedroom or into my bed space because I feel like that is kind of like offsetting the aura or um, uh, or, or like de-aligning, however you want to say, jacking up my flow basically is what I'm trying to say, Jamie. Um, bringing in that energy into my space, into my bedroom, I feel like it just kind of – off kilter is what's really trying to happen. Like my bedroom is for sleeping, um, you know, and I like to keep it as such. You know, when that is an option. Um, and so even if you have a small space or a studio or whatever have you, or, um, or, or, or if you have just a shared bedroom, you know, that's okay too. Um, your space can be sacred however you set it because it's more so about the intention. And so when you're developing your sleep routine, when you're developing your morning or evening devotion, it's all about the intention that you're setting. And so and to be intentional about making it happen. So, um, yeah, be intentional about your sleep.
Yes. Amen. Intention. And I feel like intention is a perfect segue to get us into our petty pearl, which is, yeah, you know, intention. We talked about this with our VIP coach, um, Nicole, who we had on the show in the fall, um, intention being important to your dating life. And, you know, intention is just so important in every aspect of our lives. And so one thing that I would say is petty, and I think, you know, Portia and I have both admitted our faults in the area of, you know, setting bedtime, getting to sleep, getting sleep. But, you know, one thing that's petty, especially as you start this real adult life, you know, that post-25 life, which Portia and I are both um, basking in right now, for better or for worse, Mm -hmm. it's so important, you know, don't be petty. Like, set some intentions. Like, it, you are no longer at a point in your life when you are over 25 where you can be like, you know, I'm a victim of this. I can't do this because of that. You know, while Portia was talking, I was thinking about the studio apartment that I live in. But that doesn't prevent me from living my adult life and from setting, from setting intentions for my own life and living them out. So you know what is petty, y'all, just to say that you can't do something, you know, because, you know, I only have one room or because, um, I live in a studio or because, you know, I live such a busy life. I'm an important person. You know what? All of us are important people. God created us. Stop being petty and not setting intentions for your life. If you want to get eight hours of sleep a night, well, then set the intention and make it happen. If you want to, you know, earn more money than you're earning right now, set the intention and figure out <clears throat> a legal way to make that happen. If Portia and I need to get sponsors for just two pearls, which we do, we need to not be petty and set the intention and make it happen. So holla at us, you know, Instagram, all these people, these skincare brands that we've been um, shouting out, holla at us. Um, you know, it's just time, I think, once you get to be an adult, which, like I said, you know, after your full frontal lobe has formed, which they say happens um, around the time you're 25, it is time to get out of that mentality that because I don't have this, because I don't have that, you know, there's always enough. You can always make it happen. So if what you want um, for yourself in the coming year is to be intentional about sleep, then set the intention and make it happen. If what you want is to earn more at your job than you're earning right now, set the intention and make it happen. If you want to do more reading or do more writing or spend more time with God, set the intention and make it happen. The time is now. Don't be petty. Make it happen. Yes. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Just Two Pearls. And you can email us at adventures at just two pearls.com. And remember, cultivate the pearl within you.